Listening Qualities, the podcast in which we just discuss the good, the bad of new topics, current topics, old topics, whatever the hell we feel like. I am your guide in this discussion, Fez, and I am joined today by Mark, Daniel, and a special guest, which I'll introduce after the uh, the main to introduce themselves. Go ahead, guys. Uh, my name is Mark, Mark Boyd, uh, you know what I'm saying, it, it, Musty Mark. Uh, you can find me on Rastafari Unicorn on I, I Instagram, uh, Sad Boy Marco Music, and uh, yeah, that's it. Hey, everybody, it's me, Dirty Dan. Uh, I don't really have a social media presence, uh, maybe one day in the future, but for now, it's just uh, Redeeming Qualities Podcast on Instagram. All right, I will go ahead and introduce our guest. This guy is one of the funniest people I ever grew up with. He's obviously my brother. Um, and just a quick introduction about him, the type of person he is. He always had the loudest laugh out of all of us. I know everybody uh, kind of thinks that I'm the loud one, but uh, everything I learned about humor, about you know everything in my life. I, I copied him until I was old enough to learn that he was completely wrong about everything and then found my own way. So, Ramon, go ahead and introduce yourself. Okay, I guess everything. My name is Ramon. Everything about you said is basically fake. Fake news. <laughs> fake news. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, except for the growing up together. Yeah, we absolutely grew up together. My little brother, I abused him. I was the, one of the worst older brothers any kid could ask for. Like, I don't know. Mm. Oh, Perfect. This, but good God, uh, Ramon, well, how how much older are you than Fez? I don't. I don't. Five, four, four years. Five, I think four years. Uh, okay. Both of those answers are wrong. Six. Both of those. Six. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. All right. Yeah, because he is young. See, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> so you were able to whoop on him pretty easy for most of the time because Fez is no small dude. So. Uh yeah, yeah he was okay. he he was a fat pudgy kid so he was easy to roll around. Like in his in his husky in his husky jeans, <laughs> yeah, yeah, his husky rustler jeans, his hand me downs yeah. from everybody. Like his boot had like pre or his clothes had pre pre stains on him, like the permanent like grease stain on the stomach. By the so, time yeah, he got him, yeah. So okay, this is how little of a little brother he was. So my mom conserved water a lot, so she made us. Uh, we'd all take. Oh, Jesus, we had to take a bath. <laughs> okay. We couldn't take showers, so. It went in the order of oldest. So my oldest brother took the first bath. I took the second bath. <laughs> my sister took a bath. And then after the water was nice and gross, Kiko got to marinate in that. <laughs> and wash his face with all that dirty butt that was in there. <laughs> so that's how far down the line Kiko was. <laughs> as far as being picked. Wait, you call him Kiko? Oh, my God, yeah. Kiko. Wait, Fez. How did nobody okay. know this? Um, well, I guess something I really don't talk about, but Mark, basically, did you know my... about Kiko? I'd never heard that. Oh, so, man. my name, Kalisto. <laughs> Introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, my name is Kalisto, and my, my sister, who is a year older than me, uh, couldn't say that. And Kalisto sounded like Kiko, and that's who I became. My Nobody entire... can say Kalisto. <laughs> I can't say yeah. it. If I could have known, I could have said Kiko, motherfucker, damn. I was actually yeah. ta- talking to a buddy at work. And he's like, "Wait, Fez isn't his real name." I was like, "No, it's not his not his real name." And it's like, "It's like, well, what what's his name?" I was like, "Calixtro." He's like, "Oh shit!" Like, he's pretty Mexican, huh? And I'm like, "I mean, I mean, more so than Dan, you know, because his name's Daniel, you know." And I'm like, "But yeah, I just 
I don't think your name is like something. I mean, I've never heard of it before prior to that. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, you guys, you guys can ask Ramon whatever embarrassing questions you want to find <laughs> out about me. And Ramon, yeah. you know, it's free game. Whatever you guys want to know. Man, there's there's actually a lot of different things I want to know about. Like, okay, he is actually – so Feds is one of the – like he's a really intimidating and straightforward type of person until, <laughs> until you realize that he's always actually just joking. He's just, 100% of the time. I am never serious either. Yeah, like, like he's – it's was he always that way as a kid? Or was he like a little more mean – and then, like, dumbed oh, it down yeah, later on. No, because he was, when he hits, he can hit, you know? He like, was the if sweetest baby there. ever. He was, one of the, he was the nice kid. Out of all of us, okay, so we were your basic, like, I don't know. We grew up in a town of everybody was white. Uh-huh. We, we were the only brown people. So, like, when I went to Mexico once, my first reaction was, hey, mom, look at all the black people. You know, and basically just surrounded by Mexicans. But that's, like, that's how what we know. I guess of our, our growing up. So, but we were always the, I was always the bad kid in town, like breaking into shit. So, and I would just drag him with me. <laughs> but, but, but he didn't have a mean bone in his body. Like I used to have to make shit up to get him to fight people. Oh, oh. no, no, no. Let's not, let's not, no, make stuff up. Ramon used to get me into fights and bet on me. Yeah. 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 Of course. You yeah. probably made bank then. Yeah, well, yeah, that was what we all did. We all like we were like these little pit fighters before like UFC was even like because my older brother would make me fight kids and they'd put money on me, mm-hmm. and then so I basically use that as that's how like oh that's how you're supposed to treat your little brother. So that's what he had to go through. So I would make make him fight because he was a big you're kid. Like, I made him fight people older than him. So I was making him fight fighting your own brother. Was great. What's that? Oh, poor poor Kiko. He's in there like a little pit bull or something. Yeah, but he was he was nice. He was, didn't like fighting, but he liked eating basically. <laughs> <laughs> like everything in his life as a child was surrounded by eating. Like he would like find food under the bleachers and eat it. Like dig through oh, garbage cans and get no like no way. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> he was always eating. Like he had food stashes. Like he always had like chocolate face. No shit, Fez. Do you think there was like? Do you think that was like because you felt like bad at the time or something? So you just were just eating or you just were hungry? Okay. So first off, food is delicious. I, <laughs> I mean, obviously. I think we all think uh, that. I think it was because we ate the same thing all the time. Basically, beans and rice and some sort of meat item. So like I would always be jealous of the kids. That, like, you know, like once again, we grew up in a poor town. So like a lot of these kids had to eat like little Debbie snacks for like a lunch. And I was jealous of that. And that's what I always wanted to eat was this junk food. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I definitely did that, a lot of that. I remember that. You were the kid that couldn't bring anything to trade at lunch that the other kids wanted. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that, that, was, was, that was me. You're like, I don't have anything to offer, but God, I want those gushers. Like, Yes, pretty, absolutely. Yep. Snack pack puddings. They're like, what do you got to trade? Like, I have bologna sandwiches and carrots. Right. Un- un- I got some un- ketchup between bread. Unpeeled carrots. <laughs> it was always tortillas, though. Like, he's saying bread, but none of our shit was in bread. It was like bologna and oh. wrapped up in a tortilla. Peanut like, butter jelly burritos. Or butter butter tacos. Like, we just, butter just take like a oh, yeah. tortilla and put butter on it, heat Fry it up, it. And roll it yeah. up. Yeah, that was our lunch. Like... <laughs> 
as a, and you know what? Some kids liked it though, but we just just always embarrassed about it. Yeah, I, remember I don't know. What kids be like, it. I've never traded mine either. But right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so have... Ramon, what's your? Since last time talked about like growing up and your guys' eating arrangement, and I believe he said that you and or maybe this was your other brother, but he said something about you would eat spaghetti with a soft boiled egg on top or something was that you oh no i i eat spaghetti with eggs and you still do now fuck yeah yeah it's delicious it's i mean it's not like a weird i mean it may sound weird and it looks nasty oh we it's a weird it thing together, uh you probably didn't listen to our podcast but that was literally one of the features on this is weird don't do this and uh yeah i explained that that's one of the things that you swear by i still oh, God, get yeah. to do it hey if, hey my advice on food if anybody like like it gives you an advice on food. Like you gotta try this; it'll change your life. That one will. I guess, huh. yeah. What's yeah. your other weird? What's another weird food combination or a combination of food that you eat that people have been like, "Wow, that's fucking weird," but you think it's actually really good? Uh, I don't know. That might be the only weird thing that I think is weird. I don't know. Um, that's about it. That, but it is weird enough to like handle all the weirdness. I mean, I can't say that I would be looking forward to try it. I'd probably try the peanut butter and pickles sandwich first. Who, yeah. who, like, who's that? that? Peanut that, butter, honey, and pickle? Who did that, that was uh, Dan's friend, Casey. That was oh definitely not God. any of us. <laughs> that is fucked up. Yeah, just throw a pickle in the middle of it and wrap it around. Like, no uh, thanks. Not even a respectable pickle either. It was a gherkin. <laughs> it was a goddamn gherkin. He threw it in the middle there and took a picture of it. That's terrible. <laughs> okay. That's uh, fucking weird. That's, right. That's up there. <laughs> oh, man. So, Mark, you got anything you want to ask uh, my brother? Any Anything that you'd like to know to embarrass me? Um, I guess. Wait, you're the youngest yeah. boy? Yeah, the youngest total. Did he go through any phases that were weird as hell, man? That were, that were like some, some just an odd uh, Oh God, yeah, I already okay. know what. Go Has ahead. Has Kiko ever told you about his sex doll he had? No, no, <laughs> not not once. He left that out. Yeah, he had a a, a sex doll that he. Okay, used to no, no, time rape. Out. Time I'm out. not allowed to say it, bro. Uh, 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 no, Fez, I, I, shut your mouth. No, shut your mouth, talk. Fez. Ramon <laughs> has the floor. No, I got. He I, has I, the floor, bro. No, don't be threatening yourself, you sensitive bitch. Go, Kiko. Kiko, chill. All right, boy. Ahead, All right, bro. so I guess I got to start at the beginning. I hope I don't overexplain. No, over. Kiko's gonna do, do it. editing now. I guarantee. <laughs> do it. Just talk. <laughs> All right, so uh, <laughs> he had, we had a neighbor named Angela. Well, that was his age. There was a girl my age, but it was basically the same family, but girls. So we're all mm-hmm. boys. They're all girls. So <laughs> Kiko had a crush on Angie, the the youngest one, and he go to her house. Well, he used to like to get naked. Absolutely. The second he got went outside, all his clothes would come off. Like, but he's not telling. I was two at the time. Hey, fast, just... shut it. <laughs> yeah, shut no, it. Seventeen years old. Yeah, <laughs> we don't care at this point, right? Yeah. So he's, he'd what? Yeah, he'd take his diaper off, and like by the time he got to Angie's house, he was butt naked, and they're playing. But he he had a crush on her big time. Well, they they moved away, and uh, so to make replace. He had this doll that was like his size, life size. It was like a large doll. It was like, I don't know what, three feet tall, two feet tall. But anyway, he named it Angie Baby. And so he didn't have a room when he was younger. 
his room was basically the living room. It was a kitchen. The, I, li- the I lived kitchen, in the kitchen. But yeah, he lived in the kitchen. <laughs> in the kitchen. Of course he did. <laughs> that's another story. Explain so much. <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's why, what that's why he's a fucking giant. <laughs> yeah. The kitchen was arm's length away. Or the refrigerator was. Okay, anyway. So he had this girl. He named it Angie Baby. And he had this box he had in the room where he kept Angie Baby, which is basically the house. But he would drag it everywhere and basically bang on it whenever he wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) And he called it Angie Baby. (laughs) Like he didn't even pretend it was another girl. Like, (laughs) wow. Like, this is what I want to do to Angie. Hey man, I see. You know, what I'm saying at least you 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 uh you learned how to woo a woman. I'll say that. You know, over time. I, I, I don't think there was any wooing. I mean, that was like you're gonna do what I want yeah. you to do. <laughs> there was patches of hair missing from her head, and her like her heels were like rubbed flat from like right. drug around everywhere. How'd her feet look at the end? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> permanently up. <laughs> 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 oh man! All right, oh, you well, let's dirty get into bitch. some topic. Now that I uh, I forgot how much Ramon has on me, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Angie, oh, baby, yeah. Yep. Damn it! Damn it! Episode, Angie, baby. <laughs> I just picture Fez in a corner holding a pillow, fucking it like a chihuahua. You know? No, yeah. I, actually, I had I had a little uh, uh, hup box. She had a box. I throw it in and I crawl in. And I didn't think anybody could see me. Yeah. <laughs> All you could see was the doll's feet and hands. <laughs> Give it. Oh, I like that y'all didn't take it away ever and be like, "Hey, that's that's not cool." You let them have it, right? That's you guys, of, you let them keep it and like walk around with it for however long, months, just just so we'd have that shame lingering later in life. Yeah. Oh yeah, they de- definitely was some uh, was some shame in there. Oh Jesus, yeah. Oh yeah. All well, right. First topic. All right, first topic. So, you know, I wanted to go in now that, you know, this podcast has been going on for a while, and I'm pretty sure your friends and you know, friends of uh people that you know are acquainted with, they've heard it. And it's kind of funny that everybody like immediately gives you advice. So so far, what's the best advice you've gotten? And I say best as in maybe the funniest or whatever advice that you've gotten about this podcast that you want to talk about. Um, honestly, I've gotten a lot of good feedback, but like I have to say, I think one that resonates the most with me is when you and I and Mark had started talking about topics and different things and a structure. Um, and it started feeling a little more uh, labor intensive, maybe for lack of a better word. Uh, it felt like to hear other people say what was enjoyable about the podcast is our dynamic together. And it's not so much the content itself. Um, that kind of felt good for me to hear because what I enjoy about this is talking to you guys uh, and now to get good feedback that that's what's actually good about this it makes it seem easier to just do my own thing and not feel the pressure of what somebody else wants us to do we're just up here talking our own shit like we always do um and it's just cool to see that people like that 
Um, and then the advice I have got is pretty much stick with that, you know, like keep your guys as dynamic before you worry about going off on something um, too specific. Like even if we're shotgun blasting random, you know, we're talking about shit in one sentence and then we're talking about like our insecurities as children. Um, like we hit serious and then go into random stuff and they think it's cool that you can switch between that dynamic um, and just to keep that no matter what we do. And I think that's solid advice. Mm. You are fucking high. Oh, I'm big, bro. I'm big. I'm not going to lie. Why? Was that the dumbest shit you've heard? No. Am I that bad? Uh, no. No, no you're going to play like you're not high, too. We were just on FaceTime. I, I saw you smoke. No. The, here's what. Cause trying to call me out. Hey, no. hey, 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 hold on. Ramon is. No, no, no. It's, a, it's a legit one. It's like, because uh, you got the feels, like. You know, if it's hitting you like in the feelings of like what you're just, what's going on here, like, and that's a cool thing because you're just talking to your friends. Like, it's probably the uh, well, me and Kiko were talking, it's like probably the the best fun you can have. Like, you're not drinking, you're not like, I guess you're doing drugs, but I mean, but you're bit. not like, you know, you're not, you're not being a downcast on just, just doing things that are nefarious and things that, you know, wouldn't be approved of by, you know, family members. It's you guys just super clean fun here. It's awesome. I agree, but you are high. But I was just but pretty, pretty bad. Most I was feeling what you were feeling, so I'm down. Oh, I appreciate that, man. Also, Ramon is a smartass. Everything we say, he's going to be a smartass. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, just, I, 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 wa- I want you guys to realize that. That's... Perfect. We're just going to take it easy on him for now, though. Okay. <laughs> we still got time. Perfect. All right, Mark. What do you got? Um, I mean, uh. Uh, no one's giving me any advice or not to just turn it down. I'll say what people give me advice on to podcasts in general, but uh, I mean, like, I guess I just got some critical ass fuck, so I don't even share that. <laughs> like, no one's people, people haven't said like anything that I've went that's worth sharing, I guess I'll say, you know, that's how I feel. Not to be a, a bummer on the topic, but just like, fuck them, you know. That's what I feel. All right. Uh, what do you think is one thing we should work on? Then? Okay. I can say that. Um, like when it comes to, well, tighten up on, we can tighten up on, uh, even though people like the way we flow from place mm-hmm. to place, I think there's a little bit more finesse on how we can change subjects. You know what I'm saying? For uh, sure. You know, there's there's finesse. There's finesse on how we end it. There's finesse on and how we just maneuver through the entire thing. And that comes with editing and, and comes with listening to other things and things that you like and stuff like that. So uh, I, I feel like that'll tighten it all up so that the listener is at ease when it comes to how it's easing or at ease when we go to the next segment or whatever it's going to be, you know? that's They know what we're rolling into, something like that. <laughs> but not that we have it in a certain, not that we necessarily have it in a certain uh, order, but just like it is, it is so smooth that they they nod to it like, oh fuck, I like that, you know. That's yeah. All. Voice itself, uh, if it could be a little voice, it would be better. And I was like, well, thanks. That's nothing I can help. So. <laughs> <laughs> if if you could just sound different, it would if go could, a lot better. Yeah, like Mark's this, Danny's this, and then it's you. And, I'm like, oh, Oh. well, thank you for that. That is some helpful advice. I will go ahead. That's that's what I found so funny was uh, people were like, wait, 
Fez is big? And I'm like, yeah, Fez is a big dude. And they're like, oh, like the sound of his voice. Like I just, and I'm like, wow, like throw him in a box real quick, you know? And it's like, it's funny to think that because it's just audio, people just have to assume what we look like. And I think that's kind of, kind of crazy because uh, to hear what everybody thinks versus what we actually appear like seems to be way different. Uh, and I always get a kick out of that when people are like, wait, wait, Mark's not huge. And I'm like, no, Mark's not huge. And they're like, wait, Fez isn't tiny. And I'm like, no, Fez isn't like based off <laughs> the voices alone. You know, people come up to these assumptions. It's kind of, it's kind of crazy. So, uh, you know, that'd be fun. Let's describe each other terribly, but still give the audience no ability to determine how we look like. Mm. Well, you got a picture of you sucking down some jalapeno juice. So well, I think the cat's what? out of the bag on that one. Well, that's the ones that go to the Instagram. So if you want to see what we actually look like, go ahead and go to the Instagram. But we can go ahead and describe each other terribly until that point. So <laughs> can, I re- uh, can I request that Mark gets me first? Like, he has got one that I heard in Afghanistan. It had the most sting out of anything anybody called me. Uh, and now I can't help when people try to roast me or do something. I give them that little bullet. I just throw it out there and then let him run with it because it's my favorite one. Mark, do you remember what it was? I don't even remember that. It, your description, it was voice and look. And it's more fitting now <laughs> because at the time I was like two, I, I 215. And now I'm like, this. oh, you, you, you Squidward. Describe... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got called Squidward? That's Damn. accurate. Squidward is the most, <laughs> and I hate to admit it. But I'm a fucking Squidward, especially now that I'm skinny as shit. I, I look just like skin. Oh, damn it. Still yes. got some sting to it. Uh, I, if, I, if I was to say, describe daddy, it would be, oh, but this would be too accurate, though. Uh, well, you know, I'll just go ahead. I, I, would, it, I would say it looks like a fisherman developed a meth habit. Wow, That's, that would be my uh, my description of Danny. <laughs> wow, uh, Danny looks like you, Danny. you look like fucking Buzz Lightyear. Fuck the burrow. Danny looks like a retired school student. Absolutely, some kind of Mexican fucking <laughs> Buzz Lightyear. Oh. <laughs> You just uh. described my mom and dad perfectly. Those are your yeah. parents. Danny, you <laughs> hit me hard. God, that, uh, that was the best roast anybody Sorry, that just popped up once you started Dude, getting that was me. fantastic. That was uh, a earn. He came back so fast. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. I was so waiting for you when you paused that bus light year fuck day. I was waiting. Like, <laughs> what's this? What's this combo gonna be? I had to throw it on Spanish yes. just to confuse him. Yeah. Oh, oh I thought man. it was for the brown. Oh. No, it was. It, it was. That was. No, the no, no, it was. It was definitely. <laughs> That's it. Brown. It was meant to be. Mm. Oh man, that was fantastic. All right, well, let's see. We haven't gotten Mark yet. Oh man, I. I can't. Mark's kind of mm. hard. Okay. Mm. Well. I can describe the first thing I thought when I saw Mark minus the Cheeto hair was I thought he was wearing a neck gaiter, but it was a beard. No, it was his mask. You got a mask, mask for real? I thought. Yeah. Oh, he had a mask oh, clipped down under his chin. 
Yeah, so you don't got a beard. Live in South Dakota. <laughs> I got yeah. a man outside. Yeah. He just walks around with a he just walks around with a neck beard. Basically, <laughs> that's exactly what I thought though. Uh, <laughs> goddamn Zoom meetings. That my I'm using a phone, not a computer. So, but yeah, is it? Do so you have a beard or not? I have a beard, but that wasn't a beard that you saw. That was a that was a my mask tucked down. Okay, cool. I thought you had like the longest neck beard ever. I was like, man, this dude's, <laughs> I was this like, dude's looking funky. <laughs> yeah. That Cheeto was hair and a neck beard. <laughs> yeah. Ramon looks like uh, a villain in Breaking Bad. Ooh. <laughs> Dang. That's right. Like the, he looks like the older Mexican cartel that gets <laughs> murdered. No, he right. looks <laughs> cartel. He looks. Like they were like, take the body outside, and it's fucking him, Garrett. Carey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ramon's the henchman. I like it. <laughs> yes. Ramon's just the decoy for every drug lord in a movie. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, hey, we need the decoy, and then he comes in just to get murked. I always That's thought right. I was like the the like the. Uh, well, I'm super short. I'm a, I mean, my my voice makes me sound like I'm booming big. <laughs> I, I don't think debatable. But uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, I'm always the villain guy. Let's not compliment ourselves now, sir. Let's right. Do. Let's not talk ourselves up now. We can suck our own dicks later. All right. <laughs> uh, y'all were laughing over my last joke, but I was going to say Danny looks like a retired school shooter. Ooh. <laughs> I can't even argue it. That's wow. a problem. Mm. Oh, man, that's true. It looks like you're going to put the FBI a- guy on my phone. Danny, bro. Danny looks like he just got done shooting a Baptist church before he got to here. Yeah. Oh man, that's true. Dang. You think it's a hereditary thing? Like, I just got the the school shooting or something. Yeah, like it's the look, right? <laughs> the bald, skinny white guy thing. Oh, I don't know. You know, I was going. I was out in the where was this? This was either D.C. or New York in Brooklyn. I, I'm pretty sure it was in D.C. I was walking around with a friend of mine. Uh, a buddy named Nick and we're going through the random ass places of DC because we're fucked up drunk and we're just out there for a weekend having fun and I'm walking past this dude and this dude's sitting there smoking a cigarette on the sidewalk and he's like you racist motherfucker and I was like what <laughs> like I'm just I was like I looked around like obviously I'm the only bald white dude standing right in front of the guy and I'm just like yo bro what do you mean man and he's like you got your head shaved, and I'm like, yeah, because I'm like, because I started balding at 21, man. Like, way to tap into my sensitivity. And the dude's like, immediately assumed I was. And what was funny is like, my buddy Nick was a black dude, and he's sitting there. He's like, nah, man. Like, he's with me. Like, we're we're out for the night, hanging out. And he's like, why are you hanging out with a racist person? And he's like, no, man. Like, he's not. And the dude like, he would just assume that. And I'm like, maybe I just have that look because I feel like a lot of the times because I'm the bald guy, people will assume that about me. I don't know if it's just made up in my head or something, but because I look like a, you know, cancer patient, essentially. I see living in the Northwest of this country. Um, if we want to really be specific here, but, uh, and then a lot of them shave their heads. I mean, that's the thing. So it's hard being bald and white in this country. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, uh, <laughs> It's hard. <laughs> it's hard being white. Ugh. Oh man! Oh, that was 
I tell you what, that was hilarious. I need. Yeah. That so laugh. basically, I look like shit. Is what we're getting at. I mean, shit because if you went to any other country, you're gonna get the most pussy because you're white, right? You just look like you're not in style right now, you know. Mm, ouch. And I'm like that. <laughs> I'm like that out of season dad. You're just out. Of, you are like wearing a sweater in the summer. Yeah. yeah, I'm like 2010 fashion, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, Mark, Mark is saying that anywhere else you'd be doing great, but America, it's it's just bad luck for you. <laughs> you're just a completely be, wrong place always. Only because of the liberal controlled media right now. We really. Oh, oh man. <laughs> only because these QAnon tell us <clears throat> exactly. Okay, so now that we've uh, kind of laid out our own insecurities, uh, Mark, you got a topic that you want to discuss? Oh, nobody described what Mark looks like. Not even close. Okay, I would say oh. Mark looks like a sexy ass predator. <laughs> <laughs> like the predator with oh. the mask with the mask off, but oh like, but cute. You know what I mean? Like, if that dude ripped his mask off and he still had that hair prior to Mark's new do, like when he had the man bun with the, you know, he looked That's like true. that. Predator. Like, a cute <laughs> ass predator. Daniel, I went the wrong way with that because of, you know, the society nowadays. I didn't even think about the movie. I was oh, like, you thought about yeah. like, he like, looks like he touches boys. <laughs> or it's like a sexual predator. I was like, what? Uh, 2020 <laughs> like really fucked that. us up. Uh, Can't say shit anymore. <laughs> oh my God. Sexy ass predator. Huh? Yeah, Mark, in fairness, <laughs> you're, you're a good looking dude, bro. I can't knock it. So that's all I got. I'm sorry. Uh, I've never heard another man. That, I, I guess, you know. You Are you homosexual too? <laughs> I'm trying to be. I wish, man. Like I'm, I'm almost there. I just can't get past the dick part. You know, like that's the only crutch I have. Like the guys have dicks, and I'm not down with it. <laughs> okay. If it we wasn't evolve, for that... and like if dudes grow like vaginas somewhere on their body, I'm, I'm game. You know, somewhere. It doesn't matter. Somewhere. Where... Just I don't care where it's at. Just put one there. He calls his mouth a pussy. <laughs> uh, that's terrible. You're gonna grow a <laughs> funky ass tooth right in the middle. Oh my god! Sorry. You're, you're, this is pretty fun though, actually. That's nasty. I'm it nasty. is. You guys are nasty. Perfect. <laughs> that's right. Y'all, y'all nasty. <laughs> you motherfuckers need Jesus. <laughs> well, we we talked about uh, you know, insecurities. I wanted to bring up uh, how, okay, how, when in your life, okay, first of all, the notion that, like, how the girls that we're willing to talk to when we're young, because uh, we, we, because the notions of who's hot and who you're, you're allowed to talk, like, who's gross or not, right? Uh, Right? And then, okay, one the notion of that, what stopped you? What what moment? Okay, here we go. There's girls in the back of my mind that that were cute as fuck that were liking me that I didn't walk up and talk to because they dressed a certain way. Other girls told me something. Guys said they were hoes. Whatever you know, mm-hmm. they names right. So one that, and then two. Uh, at what point did you like do that? I don't give a fuck, man. That girl is cute to me, and I don't care what nobody around me says. So, I guess give me a story of a girl that you maybe didn't talk to. Uh, I'll start, and then you guys can tell me when you, you know. I'll tell you when I stopped. Uh, you can follow my 
my rubric. Uh, for me, there was like three three girls in my mind for sure. Uh, nevertheless, yes, yes. she was a little. <laughs> of course, she, she was a little tart. And look, I grew into being musty Mark. So we were a match <laughs> made in heaven, right? Right. But I, I didn't. I didn't really ever jump on it. She liked me so much. She even told like my mom came to like volunteer. My mom heard her talking about me. The girl was was what is the word just voluptuous but that that word usually means like fat nowadays but no she was just built out and uh i didn't um i didn't jump on it like an idiot and uh like there were all you know those little tiny things that you think about okay you know the little tiny things that happen when you're young that girls do this is my i hope this doesn't sound creepy but like little (laughs) things that girls have done when you were little that were so subtle but like you, you like meant uh, or sexually did a lot for you when you were young. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, bro. I told you I fucked the couch. Of course, there was dumb shit. <laughs> okay, like, yeah. Yes. Get to the point. Okay, okay. Well, she like would. She like. I remember I was riding a pat, trying to pass behind her one time. She like backed her ass up into me and like rubbed it up into me on purpose. But it was like, whoa, whoa. This could be an accident, maybe. But she like put her ass on my dick <laughs> one time, and bro, that got me through. That got me through like all the seventh grade, you know. The what next saying? three months. <laughs> the next three months, I'll be by me to that. So I just and all those little tiny things. There was other girls that like like liked me a lot that I just like totally didn't because they didn't have the popularity aspect or right. they were we were on another level in the pecking order or whatever little bullshit it was. And it's just so stupid. And and a lot of that comes from us being like, well, I'm trying to move up in this whole thing, so I can't date her because that'll yeah. put me down. What the fuck? Stop being a bitch. Mm. So that's that's what I uh, feel. Uh, do you guys oh, have yeah. anything like that? I do. I I regret that a lot. Like, I always thought it was stupid too because I like a lot. I like a lot of girls in high school, and and I don't know for just some reason I didn't you know I didn't pull a trigger on any because. Well, when you get into Danny's territory, pulling the trigger in high school. It's all Danny. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> I'm sorry. You brought okay. me back to Columbine. Oh, Jesus. oh, sorry. Go ahead, continue, <laughs> Ramon. But yeah, anyway, yeah. There's and it was always popular. It was, I think it was more like popularity or, or how people would look at you. Or yeah, right, so seeing, stupid. Seeing you display affection so to someone else, up. man, because so you didn't want to make a thing. But in my high school, in my high school, I don't know about y'all, but if you were talking to a girl. If you just were talking like, hey, this class, this, this, this at all, some dude would be like, damn, look at Mark over there trying to get some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it wasn't about anything, so then you fucking sweat and you're like, get away from me, bitch. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. like, fucking hey, you're run away. Because right. yeah. you're just embarrassed. You're like, damn, Mark yeah. over there trying. And everyone look like, ooh, look. And you're not even on that. You're just having a conversation with her, bro. Oh, it yeah. made you, man, that's just terrible. And those dudes were jealous. Those dudes were afraid to talk to girls. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? I'll do that same thing too. Head. I see somebody talking to a girl. I'm on. Oh, Ronnie getting fucked. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, uh, the worst is creepy uh, old man. Huh? I, I participated. I still do. No. <laughs> <laughs> I still do it. Um, like, the worst is like sometimes, like with a girl, you can't date him because of who their last boyfriend was. You're like, yes. Oh man, that was always so, like. No, he just got done dating this guy, and he's such yeah. a like. 
He's musty. He's got acne. <laughs> he's musty. He's got acne or he has gold teeth or some bullshit, bro. It's right. fucking terrible. Okay. <laughs> Mark, complete different high school than what me and Ramon went to. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no gold teeth in our high school. <laughs> <laughs> Not one person had gold teeth. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, cowgirls, though, we had we had girls wearing Rockies. And, those and it, was that bad or good? Because Rocky, good. Rocky jeans were. Well, we had a teacher named Camel Toe. Rocky was a brand of cowgirl jeans. Uh-huh. Camel toe. Well, up? He was hot. Ah, yeah. You know, everybody made fun of it. Like, oh, look at her camel toe. And, but, man, every one of us kids would have fucking hit that girl. Exactly. 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 Fuck. Everybody bagging on it. Made it not too long ago. Like, yeah, she was hot. Like, yeah. You know, she was fucking really hot. But no, nope, nobody admitted so, it. What I gotta about tell you, you there, Kiko? No, I got to tell you this story. We were on a wrestling bus uh, one time. And Ramon... You know, it must have been like 12 or 13. I just remember this. Just He was just being so ridiculous. He took a pizza box, put it already, between his legs. I already love it. And he kept going. He's like, I'm missing. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> he his legs. And it was just, oh, and it's so funny because he was making fun of her and he liked her. And it's like, oh, God. Hey, Mark. <laughs> Yeah. You remember you're telling me about that story, that girl that got you through a couple weeks of high school, thinking yeah, about yeah. her backing at us. Uh-huh. That was Camel Toad still gets me through some of them nights. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a teacher, so that's okay. I'm not gonna say that I'm. She wasn't even a teacher. Fucking... She was the lady that took your uh, lunch card. <laughs> <laughs> and here, get this: our lunch line was elevated, so when you get to the top, like it started lower, and there's like a ramp that went up. Uh-huh. So at one point, no. you, you were perfectly eye level with the moose knuckle. I love it. Absolutely. Uh, what about you, Fez? We all was yours. Oh, everything, man. I uh, constantly there was there was always somebody that was like they just got done dating somebody or you know whatever. But I just remember one time, like um, it had been like leaked that I like a certain girl, and it was it was really weird. Who Uh, I got to know? I know. Who is it? Yeah, and so (laughs) and the worst is like on Fifth Street. Fifteen hundred friends on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, it got hinted that she liked me as well, and then it was so weird. Like these girls that wouldn't even date me came up and started talking to me about, oh, gross. Like she has a, you know, like look at her butt. It's humongous. Like what, you know, why would? And girl, you? those girls probably liked you. That was so yeah. crazy. That, yeah. yeah, so terrible. And I was just over there, like, well, I guess I'm not dating anybody. You know, I'm just gonna go home and be sad again because I can't date this person because now I know that everything I like about them is wrong. So it was uh, yeah, always just so other people awful. Told me Fat that. ass, pretty face, green eyes. Uh, ew! <laughs> I'm supposed to not like this person because you tell me this? But that makes my dick hard, bitch. Right? You know, what's, you know what's funny you say that is I used to, I remember being a kid and getting roasted all the time because I was like, no, I like, like, I like a chick's ass, you know? And they're like, that's gay. And I'm like, wait, why? You know? <laughs> What what do you mean? You know, it's like, well, dudes have butts too. And I'm like, whoa, you're right. You know? And that works. That math works, works me, like, right? damn. Yeah. Y'all like, got a oh, great shit. point, man. Thanks, right? dude. I was always gonna fuck that girl. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. You know, like Ooh. man, you really saved me from talking to that girl with that fat ass, man. Like, what am I thinking? You got an ass, man. What am I gay? <laughs> How fucking dumb are we, right? So uh, it's funny because of all this shit, like I was a bitch all through high school. I'm still a bitch. Like I can't say I'm not, but like in high school, all of my own insecurities, right? My dick not being snipped and being around all the other kids that were, 
Um, they're like, I was the poor kid. I couldn't fucking go on the field trips and do the things. Um, all of that shit. I feel like I missed out on so much because I didn't really click with like one group of people. I kind of just talked to everybody. Um, so I would meet like really cool people, but because of the regular old shit of high school, I just was like, girls didn't want to be with me. Right. They just wanted to hang out. Like I was the dude that had a bunch of female friends that could never get a female to be interested. But in they him. did like you. That's the they thing. Did, they did. But Real yeah, you don't have, you don't have the friends. confidence back then. Right. You just, so, they were making moves right all the time, but you were just a retard. You know? Probably, yeah. probably, but also like, you could have had I, all that game. I mean, all of it, all all that pussy. They're all talking to you. Well, Well, then it made me angry later on in life. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, I could have figured this shit out sooner if I wasn't. But needless to say, I remember there was this girl that was in my Spanish class. And I was, like, really into this girl. She was cute. She wasn't really popular or anything like that. But I just remember she was smart. She was funny. And then, like, this was before, like, cell phones and stuff. So uh, one time I remember she came and she gave me Polaroid pictures of her. Like, she went with her friends to go... Um, like change at a lingerie place and they like took Polaroids and they were trying on different stuff. And I'm like, you know, in the mid nineties, you're like, whoa, nice. You know? So I'm like, I got some beat off material. My mom found that made me throw it away. And I was all pissed, but like, you're ruining my life, mom. Right. Mom, I could have used that for years. But so I'm sitting around and I'm like, I'm just going to jack off to you now, mom. What the fuck do you think about me? Dude, I'm sorry. No, I'm so sorry, dude. I am so Alabama to you. No, I I just think that that would just be a hilarious comeback. I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I apologize to the (laughs) listeners. (laughs) For just jumping into that. Not all white people. Fuck their cousins. I don't think that. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, So I remember this girl was really, really fucking sweet to me. Really cool. And uh, we used to like fuck around outside of the Spanish. Like when we cut out of the period, like we'd I'd press up against her. You know, I'd be touching the hoo-hahs and whatnot. When you're you kid, can call them like, tits now, man. No, they weren't the tits. I was just rubbing on her pussy. And I'm like oh, oh, sitting oh, there. Yeah, same <laughs> yeah. But uh, I mean... Who has never been titties, but okay. My, well, actually, two. How many who did you have? I, okay, go ahead. I don't, I don't know. Maybe many. But like, I never <laughs> he, got that, that far because I was a bitch. But what right. you did, you did pluralize who has. He did. Is, he did. Plural. I, did. I was gonna say that. I know. Thing. I did. I know. He I did, did say who has. Did I ever say I was a smart person? <laughs> <laughs> ever? Exactly. I so agree. anyway, we get out of this that. class, and then we sit out there. I remember, like, no girls gave me attention, but this girl would like. She'd sit there and do all this sexy shit in class, you know, like she'd wear a skirt and like make sure when I looked over, she'd like flash her skirt open real quick. And I'd be like, ooh. And then at the end of the class, we'd go outside. Everybody would leave and we'd be in the hallway and we'd like kind of make out and rub and grind on each other. Um, And I remember her being like, "Um, why won't you be my boyfriend? And I was like, wait, what? Like, I don't know how this pecking order works. Like, I don't know how to do Like, nobody's ever been interested in me. And she was like, "Um, is it because like I'm not popular enough? And I was like, wait, what? And that was like, at that moment, I realized that everything that was going on in high school was just everybody worried about other people's opinions. Um, And then I just stayed a bitch all through high school and then got in the Marine Corps. And I was like, wait a second. And life kind of switched around when I realized that like high school was just petty. Um, And there's still people that I know to this day that like snooping around on your shit, trying to find out information about you. And I'm like, it's been like 15 years and people are still trying to find out shit about people from back in the day. 
uh, it's weird, the whole deal. But I just remember missing out on so many opportunities with different girls because I was like the weird kid, you know? And it's like, who knows what could have happened, but also I feel like that shit shapes you and it helps you out later in life. And chicks love the weird kid. Nowadays they do, but back then you're too worried about all your friends' opinion, you know? You're like, I can't go explore that thing because my buddy over here is going to make fun of me. And it's like, why did I care about that? Because now I'm the total opposite. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. Okay, when you say weird kid, because our older brother was the weird kid in school. And when I say weird kid, I mean like wearing like, uh, he wore like a cow uniform and was walking up and down the road. Like, not just a cow uniform. Real he udders. Weird kid. It, it had udders. Real udders. Udders. Wait. How yeah. now, oh, brown cow? Work. Were you that weird? Were you that weird kid? Wait, wait, wait. Cow uniform or cow costume? That's two different things. Yeah. Uh, it was okay. Like well, a- I, it's probably a costume, but he wasn't wearing like the cow head. He was just wearing it like clothing, and it wasn't even near hollow. It was the middle of summer. It was like uh, a cow onesie. Yeah. Yeah, but mm. what's the summer in Wyoming like? Is it pretty hot? Yeah, like 100. It gets to be like 105. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, like, he's walking around in a sweat. We were trying to find excuses. Like, I'm like, did right? you get overweiss or yeah. something? Maybe he had a yeah, job. Was it really, re- really cold? Like, no. Just, <laughs> no, uh, this dude no, had I don't no know reason. That I was that weird. Uh, he was weird. Like, I was just, I don't know, man. Like, I didn't get attention at home, I feel like. Uh, from my parents or something and maybe I just acted out all through school you know anything I could do um, for attention I feel like you know I failed out of high school and everything because of my own personal life but I just remember school was just a place where I could go and like make people laugh and have fun and then I had to go home and then it was like going back to the same shit so I don't know high school was weird because it's like some of the best memories I ever had but it's also like you're around some of the shittiest social constructs you could ever think of. And then like grow up, you start choosing your friends better. And I realized like none of that shit matters. You look back at the chicks that were like gorgeous back in the day. And now they're like, now that they put on a hundred pounds and started smoking Paul malls, they don't look like that. And the little geeky girl that nobody gave a chance Ooh, is actually, she's gorgeous. And you know, she's working for NASA building Mars Rover parts. Like, you know what? I would hit all of that. It would even matter for me. It's all game. Wait, yeah. you would hit the Paul Malchick and and the astronaut? Absolutely. <laughs> well, I, always, I, I used to always say that, like, the craziest thing that blows my mind is every woman in the world has a vagina. I mean, de- it's, oh, that blows na- my mind. Na- nowadays, <laughs> nowadays, but I'm just thinking, like, just think about it. Like, every dude is out there, and they're just like, I've got a hat, and everybody's looking for, like, looks and all this stuff. If you just go out there and find brains and intellect and a genuine connection, like, you can get so much more, but we're still, like, ruled by our dick. I, like, that's my biggest downfall. I feel I get- like, I feel like it was all, it, it, it became crazy to me that when I found out that all girls get horny. Like every woman has a horny side. Like can think huh? can. every woman can have one. Okay, well, can. Well, well, like every woman is. gets horny. Every woman gets horny. So I look at an old lady at church. You get horny. <laughs> yes, like, like, this old Mexican well, lady sitting on the bus stop. You get horny. And I would hit. I would hit it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Ramon from the back. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank I, you. I love it. Hey, so, you uh, know what? We you get it. 60, okay, so we're talking about, oh, man, I missed these opportunities in high school, right? In right, your like 30s. You don't want to be 60s and be like, man, I missed all those opportunities in my 30s. Woo! Live for today. Live yeah, for today, Ramon. Let's talk about <laughs> Ramon, you're a lot smarter than you look, bud. <laughs> I'm not just an evil Mexican drug lord. That's <laughs> just... A little less. No, El you're Chapo. still evil. You just got some wisdom every once in a while. A little less. <laughs> oh, but yeah, you don't want those regrets, like, man. Man, bro, this, this person was alive. I just like, <laughs> that's why you that girl, the old lady at the bus stop, be like, "Hey, girl." <laughs> the fuck well, that's is... this is the problem. Like, guys don't realize that in high school because, like, I don't know. Like for me, like my boner threshold was like almost like at a negative level. And what I mean by that, like <laughs> a high school dance, like a girl, like accidentally brush it like like you know the like the little boob brushes your arms like boom it's up it's gone and it's like well i can't dance for at least five dances now or something would happen in yeah, class yeah, and, yeah 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 that, that also was a huge thing i got yeah, bored so, all the time yeah it, yeah so it's like one of those things where it's like mine stayed tucked in the waistband <laughs> well i mean i didn't learn that trick until much later i really wish i would have known about that if i had an older brother who could have taught me wow Ramon. well but your older brother's dick didn't fit up to his waistband <laughs> <laughs> ramon i like you yeah <laughs> that's my guy if i would have known that trick i would have fucking shorty showed you <laughs> i would be like look what i can do <laughs> wow oh man trick, Baz, this is a helicopter <laughs> oh yeah if i had a big dick i would fucking walk around naked <laughs> <laughs> i really would uh, but yeah like... so what what so i was saying about that is like it's it's hard to believe that women get like you know they're, they're constantly horny because we have like a physical manis- manifestation of horniness i mean they do too they get like but you don't see it you know what i'm saying yeah like, that's like yeah they're discreet about it Ours is like out in the open, and it was like I used to hate high school dances because it's like, all right, be, I'm kind I'm of like the same I, boat as Ramon. Like, you ain't gonna notice much when it gets going. So, <laughs> like, unless yeah. I'm in yoga pants or something. No, the reason you notice me is because I'm like I'm air humping everything, trying mm. to get people to notice. Look what I got. <laughs> well, my like, thing is my my dick's not as small as I like might think, but my balls are fucking tiny, right? So like the shit can just tuck down in between the. It's never noticeable, you know. Sometimes I wish that I had big old monster nuts just so I had that bulge. You know, you wear some tight pants, got that big old dick bulge. You just can't pull it <laughs> off. You know? I can't do it, bro. I got I got no nuts to support the meat. No, I I, I have. I but have it's good big, for pictures. I have the big the big uh the big scrot. I know everybody. You know, I have to. I'll just bring this up. Everybody's always like, "Hey, Fez, do the no hands clap," and I'll <laughs> hold my hands out and I'll just jiggle my body and let my ball sack slap my butt and it makes a it makes a clapping sound god i bet it's, it's loud too this it is, like is a fucking so loud. <laughs> like a parachute just whoa whoa whoa, 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 whoa. your testicles can touch your asshole <laughs> mark is slightly intrigued you got <laughs> hanging tell me more nuts. about this nut asshole combo you but got. you know your ass your can be a different level. It could be a different high as low. That's true. Not, okay. How okay. close is your asshole to your dick? Yeah. Okay. It's, okay. It's, it's, it's fans, no tank. Not yeah. the hole itself. I'm just clapping it against my cheeks. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Some people love, do not have a tank. My, my, you know my, my yeah. favorite part is how scientific you guys got about this. Well, no, no, no. I've known girls that are like, I have a really small 
taint so shit gets in my pussy really easier. You ever heard that before? Yeah. No. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. You know we what? That sounds like some people. girl stunk really bad, and that was the only thing she can come up with. Like, hey, hey. It just sounds like you don't know what you're talking about, Ramon. I don't know. <laughs> I Does anybody have another topic that can segue us into uh, your vacation? Because I kind of want to tap into that. Whose vacation? Oh. Ramon. Uh, Ramon, do you feel vacation. comfortable about talking about that? My vacation. Your, your, your vacation. Uh, oh, oh, your meth binge. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Let's, let's have it out. Yes. So I thought this was. <laughs> That's what the vacation is about. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, so it didn't make sense at the time. Oh, yeah. It makes sense now. I get it. Okay. Now. <laughs> so for me, I was uh, when when he had said he had told me, he's like, hey, what's your what's your friend smoking on on the podcast? Like he must be smoking on some Reggie because uh, you were implying that the weed here is like garbage or whatever. Uh, and I was like, oh, tell Ramon, he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. And Fez was like, no, my brother did a bunch of meth at one point. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. And I was like, that was I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, shit, you're right. I was like, I don't have shit on him. Like, I can't talk shit. If he wants to call me out for my pot smoking and me being a bitch, a meth guy can definitely do that. Um, and then I was just thinking about, like, how people end up doing random shit. Um, everybody yeah. goes through shit. I don't feel everybody like smoking meth gives you cross-training on marijuana, though. I don't feel like that's the way that works. <laughs> not not cross-training, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, if anybody's going to be able to be like, yo, you can't handle your shit, it's like it's a dude that went out on a, on a meth bender. Yeah, uh, true. You okay. know what I mean? Like, he could, he could talk some shit. All right. I guess I'll, yeah. So, well, meth is wonderful. Let me start off. Like <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that from yeah. so many people. <laughs> okay. Like, if you... There's a I relate to like a movie called uh, Shallow Hal. You ever heard? Yes, yes, yeah. So Jack Black, Jack Black, yeah. He's so he he really won't date these fat girls. He's really shallow, so he won't date fat girls or whatever their problem is, feet, ears, anything. If there's anything wrong with a girl, he won't date him. So he gets a spell put on him where he doesn't see flaws and he only sees like the inside beauty of girls. And so then he's dating all these fat chicks because they're beautiful on the inside so they say but uh so he's kind of his his uh perceptions twisted so then that's how i describe meth like people see on the outside freaking out like being weird but on the inside it's like bliss in a way and that's why it's so addicting that's scary on the outside everybody so while you're looking while crazy you're sitting there gacking you're actually calm. Yeah, you're gacked out. You're fucking doing, but man, inside you're like, I'm so happy right now, and like you're just doing your thing, and uh, it, it's a feel good drug. It's a really, it feels really good, and you don't care how you're seen or or what, what you, how you're seen or what you're doing or like, but that's turns you like into somebody who's like super narcissistic because it's all about you after mm-hmm. that. Like, but yeah. No, I really went. I went down the, the a pretty deep road on that one because uh, <clears throat> at the end of it, like uh, I was already accepting living under like a bridge. No and, shit. Yeah, and I'm I've been well off. Like I make nine hundred dollars a day when I go mm-hmm. to work. Like I'm very successful. Not to brag, but you know I got anything I not want. Not to brag, but my dick's huge. <laughs> no, my credit's good. My credit's good. 
but no, like I, you know, like I got uh, everything I want. And then it just takes you down this road of like not caring. So, so yeah. So I started, started getting into it and I could hide it really good. Mm-hmm. Like nobody knew. And I was like, in a way incognito that some people can't get, cause I could maintain, I wouldn't jack out. Mm-hmm. I would be completely aware of what am I doing and how my mouth is moving and make it not move. And that was my focus. And I could do that pretty easily. But uh, yeah, and then I uh, got down to a deep, deep end of that place. And the only way I could get out of it was to tell everybody that I did it. But dope. So, I'm glad, like, I'm glad you reached out. Like, I've had. The truth. Uh, yeah. Such I've had truth. so much. Uh, yeah. Addiction related trauma. And that's the only thing that I feel like ever works is like people come out and like, hey, fuck, I need help, you know, and then. I'm glad it's cool to hear because I've had uh, a lot of people close to me struggle with the same thing. And it's cool to hear from people because I feel like any of us can end up there at any point. Absolutely. Uh, easily. Because it's, cause like I said, it's like you feel great. Like, and who doesn't want to feel great? I mean, yeah, exactly. I want to feel great. I felt great. I like, even now, like when I think about it, like I feel like, man, I can feel really good. Like, cause the, everything's brighter. Like you breathe just a little better. The sun's a little brighter. Like the colors are more vibrant. And you're like, wow, it's a good fucking day today. Like, that's a hard thing to give up. You uh, you sound like Tyrone Biggins when he went to the yeah. school on the Chappelle show. It's like, you're over there scratching better. your neck right now, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. Well, hey, but the, there's fucking people not... you can get out of it though. Like, I didn't. I'm lucky, man. I'm I'm really lucky for Kiko on this one because uh, yeah, he calls me every day. Yeah, yeah. Fez, Fez is that dude for a lot of people, man. Um, like, that's dope. Yeah, it is. It's it's a like, I he's a, he's the only person out of all the people I don't answer phone calls. Like, I'm a person I don't answer phone calls. You want to talk to me? Leave a message. I'll decide if I talk to you or not. But yeah, Kiko, I answer his. Well, and I, I, mean, I don't Mar- answer. Mar- I got pretty good reason. But yeah, yeah. Mar- Mark and Daniel can attest. I am not the call you once and then forget it for a week. If I'm gonna no. try to call you that day, I'm later that day, yeah, he's I'm, hounding you. Here's this. Here's where Kiko pisses me off, though. Every time I'm getting it on, Kiko calls. It's like he's got this what? like he's got this like radar for like me getting yeah. on. Like, oh, well, he just knows when fucking. Yeah, he just knows when there's a new man in your life. <laughs> Hopefully, he looks uh. like a sexy predator. <laughs> so now you're gonna Mark, me. Mark, that's a new proposition, huh? Well, Mark, Mark, you got that cake, bro. You got that cake, bro. I've lost a lot of weight, man. These cheeks don't look the same, okay, no, guys? That's hard Mark. to believe, bro. You have so much ass. Don't play. Mm-mm. I don't try and don't. When I say I don't have that ass, don't ever say no. We feel nice. No. I don't like that, bro. Uh, Mark, you can't control us. This is what you get. You he came on a little too strong there. Together, oh, together, out of hand. Ramon, I gotta be honest, man. Thank you for sharing that. I yeah, know for real, bro. That was beautiful, actually. Dude, uh, you, know, Ramon, uh, and I, this is something I talked about uh, to Ramon. Uh, the addiction in veterans is insane. I have a lot of friends that are, you know, going through the VA with like suicidal ideation. Uh, they're taking wrong path, alcoholism, all these different things. And there's so much stigmatism about, you know, you know, men not being able to just be in control of their lives. And 
Mm. They hide it and they hide it and they hide it and they hide it. And it takes a lot. It takes, it takes a lot of courage to go, Hey, this is what yeah. I'm struggling with. And to actually put that out there. And it's a lot, man. I like, okay. you know, it, for sure. It is a lot. Yeah. It's crazy. It's easy to hide. It, it was easy to, it was easy. So easy to hide it myself. And then, yeah, to tell, I still ain't told really my other brothers, like, you know, I haven't actually talked to my mom about it. Uh, my, I talked to my sisters and I talked to Kiko, but yeah, like it's still a process to reach out to people. Like it's, yeah. it's not, it doesn't ever get easier to tell the truth about how shitty of a person you were once, or right. I don't I think mean, that makes all... you. Sh- no, it doesn't man. make you shitty. Like, no, but like, I, I was I was using quotation marks. Yeah, <laughs> I was using the air quotes you guys see, but like, yeah, because people see mad people as shitty. Like, like, but. Just because you're a stranger to that, you see somebody acting crazy. I have a whole different light on that now, like, totally. Like, right. Man, get but your head in the fucking gallery. Just stop it. That's what I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, because you can actually empathize. A lot of people, there's this weird thing where, like, oh, they feel like they have empathy, but then they see somebody going through that, like, I could never do that. Like, really, you can never have, there's nothing in your life that would make you go, you know what? I just want to erase it all. Like, for me, like, if right? I ever, if I lost my, like, you know, like, let's say I was driving a vehicle and I wrecked that car and my family all mm. dies and I have mm. to live. I don't think I could not turn to drugs. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I, I don't that, think that, I'd have the willpower to stay alive. Like, so, at that point, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's so true. That, that's the thing. It's like the fact that people can just be like, oh, no, I can never see myself do that. It's like, that's just because you're not thinking about losing everything. I used to be that person, man. I used to be the person that thought like I had like, how could somebody be doing that? You know, and I remember thinking back on it when I like think about how I was back in the day when it was like this machismo manly, you got to be some alpha type Marine doing all this shit. I think about like the dumbass insensitive shit I didn't consider because I just didn't think about like people, you know, and now to think, Every single person has gone through some kind of trauma, some kind of struggle. And like nobody can say that because one person, you know, went through uh, like something terrible in their childhood, like whether it be like uh, a a rape as a child or somebody else was beaten as a child. Like you can't measure one person's trauma and how that affects them compared to somebody else's. And I feel like people like Ramon sharing this and all this, the more people talk about that. I feel like for me, letting all of my shit out became something that made me feel good because people came up to me and they're like, Hey man, like when you said this, like I really identified with it and it's cool to know that somebody else feels this way. Um, And I feel like it's really easy to share that with your Marine buddies because we spent all the time sitting around with nothing to do on a deployment. And all you could do was talk. So you got to know people. Um, and I feel like that's kind of what society's missing out on. Like the, Hey, don't look at why the person did the dumb thing. Like, look at what they have to teach you from it. And we just focus on shitting on people. I mean, I shit on that's people true. a lot. So I'm like the last person that should say anything. <laughs> oh, like, I, but just, just so but from a knows, place of I'm, love, I'm still going to shit on people. Oh yeah, of course. All the time. But like, yeah, I mean, that's just what we do. But it's never really from a bad place. You know, I think uh, I think that's where we're misunderstood uh, a lot of the time. It's like we talk pretty rough and mean to each other. But deep down, it's like 
but that's just how we talk. And we know that it's from a place of love. Oh, that's yeah. true. Like that's something that people have talked about. Like sometimes like with me and Danny, like on these podcasts, they think that like there are certain parts of our conversation that we have an issue with each other. But it's, it, it's like, it's like, cause it'd be like, cause we don't like, we'll be like, shut up, bitch, sit down, all these different uh, things. And it's like, like, God damn, you treat, you know, Danny really mean. And it's like, I, you know, in my brain, I'm like, I'm not treating him mean. I'm treating him as an equal. And, you yeah. know, we, this is how we talk, you know, like when he says something to me, that's like, you know, kind of iffy, like same thing, like, you know, like, you know, what he'll say the same thing. It's not like that hurts me. That's just our, you know, our connection. And I feel like, uh, as Mark has said before, the, the shorthand of the military, we have to do things quickly so we don't have the time for pleasantries. You know, like, True. good morning, how was your day, da-da-da-da-da. We walk up to the person like, hey, get down to wherever you need to do and get this fixed now. Right. And mm-hmm. there's no conversation like that. And I think, yeah, that is pretty nice about the military. So, like, when somebody – Go, something's going on with you know your military friend like hey dude you're acting like this what's up and it's, well, it's, it's kind of it's like when you called me out just the other day right you were like i was like hey i'm not going to be able to make the recording time like i'm going camping and you're like what the fuck like you need to be telling me this early and then you called you know and you, you called we talked and then everything boiled down to like hey you can't really talk to people like that in the real world i feel like but when I know that Fez is calling me out or Mark is calling me out or something, if they're like, yo, like you need to do this, like you're fucking up. I know that no matter what coming from you guys, I have to take what you're saying and be like, they're right. I'm just going to do what they say, you know? And I don't feel like for us, the society, like the way we view each other, we always choose to be like, if somebody says something, a random stranger, say you're at like Ralph's or Safeway or Wegmans, whatever grocery store you're near, and like somebody says something, you're gonna immediately assume if they said something to you that they mean it in a, an offensive way, right? Because you don't know that person. And I feel like with military people, when they say something, you automatically give them the benefit of the doubt. You know, you're like, immediately it disarms you because you know that you can just talk shit to each other. Yep. I feel like that's, that's I think that's like uh, growing up that's where my mom taught me Kiko's that's why our humor is like that like because Kiko tells me the same shit I tell him I fuck with him but yeah I got it wasn't time for pleasantries at my mom's house either really like <laughs> that's what I think that's what puts us puts you in that like connection because you have to you have like a common enemy so you like sit there and you like kind of like bond in the best way to where you can say what you need to say because it matters because the truth matters. Yeah. That was one thing. Ramon, like we, oh man, I have to tell this story. So Ramon was, you know, d- despite him, you know, setting me up in cage fights and all these different things, he was a really sweet brother. And I do remember uh, he, he got us, uh, he got a job. He's 14 years old and it was his first job. And with his very first paycheck, he's like, you know what? I'm going to treat my little brother and my little sister. So he goes and buys us a pizza. He rents. We had a we had a video rental place called Mother Hubbard in Shoshone. He goes and rents a couple of movies, and he buys Coke Two because this is how '90s this story is. Coke Two was the big thing at the time. So he buys a six pack of that and brings it home. And me and my sister were there, and it was like the most exciting thing. We we're gonna eat pizza and everything else. And I just remember like. <laughs> <laughs> 
my sister <clears throat> was like, pulls out the Coke. She's like, this isn't Pepsi. I want Pepsi. <laughs> and, and, and Ramon like sits there like you can just see the rage coming out of him. Like he's like, oh my God. Like and he like takes that can of Coke and he throws it. And it like it, she ducks, she like pulls a matrix maneuver. She like, ducks. dodge she dodges out of the way of this uh this uh, can and it Wait, Ramon, you chucked it at her? With murderous yeah. intentions. Wow. <laughs> oh. yeah. And then the, the best part was at that moment, as soon as it went through the wall, that fight ended and we go, oh God, we got to fix this. We're in trouble. We're fucked. Right. So all of us immediately don't watch the movie. Don't worry about pizza. We did some ninja fix. Actually, Ramon was the one that did this, but he takes like construction paper, glues it to the wall. Then he like takes some spackle. <laughs> throws it over, throws it over the construction paper, and then we luckily still had the paint, and he paints over it. So we yeah. take an avocado plant, put it in the front, and my mom did not find this out for like twelve years. Yeah, really. And yeah, the best part is me and my mom were painting one day. We're like we're painting the living room, and she's sitting there and she paints <laughs> the spot, and then she paints it again, and then she taps it. And she stares at it, and then she went like Mortal Kombat Scorpion. <laughs> she punches through the wall and like pulls her hand back out. And she's like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> oh my god! It could... But it was so funny though. Like, we... did she pull pull out a coke too? <laughs> no, that would have been the best way to end it. That's the only way to end that. <laughs> she you know drinks what? it. And she's like, yeah. "Not Pepsi." Uh, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Absolutely, God dang! That made that made, that just made the story way better. That <laughs> is the shit. way, Ramon. That is the way it ends out. Whenever we tell the story from now on, <laughs> it ends with mom pulling out a coke too and be mad as well. <laughs> I wanted Pepsi, bitch, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and throws it at Yolanda over again. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> all right, yeah, uh, yeah, that's and that's why you hide, and that's why people get Mexicans from Home Depot. <laughs> because we were, like, we were doing this fix. as kids. Yeah, yeah, we fixed that fucking with with construction paper and yeah, we spackled. And I think we I mean, Fez, it didn't sound like you contributed. You were just in the kitchen. Oh no, I was I was running around like get the paint, ta, 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 uh, breathing all hard with my mustard skin shirt. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, my god. That were, I, I know the feeling. You're sitting there worried. I, I Okay, I got one that kind of goes off your guys's where you're just like, you guys can get over the dumb shit and like unite. My brother and I used to fight all the time growing up. And I remember internet comes out, right? And thinking like, we're, we're the rich kids in the neighborhood all of a sudden because my dad gets a second line. So we have a phone line and we can use the internet. So I'm like, I'm thinking I'm the coolest kid that there is because I can talk on the phone and be on AOL Instant Messenger at the same time. No point in doing it, but like, I think I'm really cool. And so I'm going on and I'm going in these chat rooms and I was like, I was probably like 15. And I remember, um, you know, I'm a little bumpkin, grew up with a bunch of ignorant people. So I'm like chewing tobacco at 15 years old. And uh, I remember sitting there and I got this big old dip in and I'm like, you know, clicking on websites, waiting a minute for it to load. And like, so my, uh, my brother's sitting there. He's like, hey, Danny, let me see your can, you know? And he's like, I'm like, why, dude? And he's like, I want to try to pack the can, you know? Like, because when you're young and you get a 
can of chew. Like you just want to learn how to pack it to fit in with the cool kids. Right. So he's like sitting there and he's tapping the can. He's doing this. And I'm like, Hey Dom, you like, you need to stop or it's going to open. And he's like, nah, I did. and he keeps doing it. And I hear my mom pull up. We had this big ass, like, <laughs> big ass suburban that was loud as shit. And I hear it pull up and I'm like, dude, mom's here. And as soon as he goes for like that last slap, he hits it. The can pops open and then it just completely no. blasts him in the face. And it's all over the keyboard and everything else. And I remember sitting there and I'm like, dude, chewing tobacco all over the place. Mom just pulled in the house and we were like, we were trying to pull up a porn site, right? Because we had just learned like, <laughs> oh, there's, there's naked chicks on the internet, you know? So I'm like, here's this porn page that's loading and it hasn't gone into effect yet. And I'm like, oh God, so this page is popping up. I don't know anything about the internet because I'm retarded and young. And I'm like going through all this stuff and my brother's like, what do I do? And he's fucking screaming because he's got chewing tobacco in his eyeballs and his eyes are like watering all over the place. And I remember we didn't know what to do. So I was like, dumb. And I like opened up the back door and I pushed him out the back door and he's just sitting there crying. And I took the keyboard from the, uh, from the table and I like opened the door and I threw it back behind him. And I remember him grabbing it and like shaking it out. Um, and my mom coming in and my friend Al was over at the house and Al was like, this real short, squatty, but hilarious Samoan dude. And he's like, uh, hey, Inge, we weren't looking at porn or anything. And I'm just like, what the fuck, Al? And my mom's like, get out. And then got busted for everything. Uh, but I just remember thinking, like, that was the only time me and my brother wouldn't fight was, like, mom or dad came in. And we didn't want to get our ass beat, so we'd actually get along. And then when they were gone, we would fuck each other up all day, every day, and just try to cover up what we did to each other. You know, it's funny when he said you, you could hear your mom pulling in. I just remembered like we would listen to the sound of how my mom pulled in to see if we should panic or not. <laughs> like if it came in, it was like fast and it was like a heartbreak. Like <laughs> we're like, Oh God, what do we do? What do we do? And it's like, if it was like rolled in quietly, like, okay, everything's okay. Because you know, most of the time when my mom got home, somebody was going to get their ass beat. Right? I remember thinking the same thing when my dad would pull in. Right? I'm like, oh, shit. Is he Fun's drunk over. or sober? Over. If he was drunk enough, it was great. Right? He'd come there and he'd be like, hey, you want to drive this car? He worked at a car dealership. Right? And he'd come home with like dope ass car, like Dodge Vipers and like Prowlers and all these cool cars. Uh, and, he'd be, and he'd be tanked. Right? Just driving home from work. Shit house. Uh, in like yes. in like a hundred thousand dollar car and he'd be like if he was drunk enough he'd be like hey you want to drive it and he'd like chuck me the car keys and i'd be like fuck yeah you know i'm like 15 i don't have a driver's license or anything uh and i remember i used to take like buddies for the joy rides and one time i took my brother and we're like in this i think it was a bmw m3 or something and uh, like i'm 15 don't know what the fuck i'm doing but i pull out of the neighborhood and there's like two entrances to our neighborhood and I'm like, what my dad used to do when he was shit bombed is he'd stop outside of one entrance and he would just punch it and see how fast he could get going before he'd hit the next entrance, you know? And I remember as a kid thinking it was the most fun thing ever. So, like, I'm 15. I got my, like, 11-year-old brother in the car with me. And I'm like, watch this. And I just gun it, right? And I remember I'm doing, like, 120 miles an hour on a 25-mile-an-hour road. 
Uh, and it's like the road approaches these train tracks that kind of crown up. So you, you have to slow down because you can't really see what's on the other side. And I remember slowing down before getting to that point, but I was probably at like 80 miles an hour. And as I got onto the train tracks to come down the other side, there's a cop heading my direction, you know, and like immediately I see him turn around, do a U-turn. So I just pull over on the side of the road and my brother's just shit in his pants because he's like, dude, dad's going to lose his job and then he's going to beat us and all this stuff. And I remember just thinking like, dude, we're going to die. Like the fear of having to go back and deal with my dad when he was like, you know, giving us this car under the impression we were being responsible. Uh, and then the cop comes up and my brother's just fucking terrified, you know, and the cop's like, do you know what I pulled you over for? And I'm like, uh, yes, sir. You know, all nervous and shit. Um, I'm like, I was, I was going way too fast. And he was like, well, why are you going so fast? And I was like, um, honestly, my dad let me borrow this car and he's going to lose his job if I get in trouble. And like, I just wanted to see how fast it would go. And I'm like, oh, and he's like, you know what? That's the most honest answer I've got all day. He's like, keep it down to 25. Okay. And I suggest going home. I drove home never found out about it i remember like that was the thing that me and my brother bonded over the most it's like that mutual desire to not get your ass whooped will unite you so fucking much more than... right. i would have got fucking pulled out of the car and fucking <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna lie it's <laughs> right it is the privilege it's the privilege for sure <laughs> We're fucking, Ramon, Ramon almost got arrested for manslaughter those. for 14 at, remember, uh, okay, I'm going to edit this name out. Remember when you, they said you were chasing Brown and he was on a bike? Oh, yeah. were trying to murder him? Oh, yeah. It's like, he was on a bike and Ramon had a vehicle. Had he wanted to run him over, he could have. That's what the cop tried to paint it as. Not only was it a vehicle, but my dad had basically a monster truck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. huge. Yeah, and he was on his bike, and I was chasing him down because I was going to beat him up. Um, my brother, in fairness, my brother's white privilege isn't as strong as mine because he's had uh, he's had some he's had some cops rough him up quite a bit in uh, in his childhood. I I think the threshold for what he did compared to what we would do would be a lot different. Oh, that's true. That's true. Like. Honestly, you guys could just step out of a grocery store at the wrong time. And like my brother was driving down the road with an airsoft gun that looked like a real gun shooting it out the window. Genius. And they got the cops called on him. <laughs> and they show up to the movie theater that they're going to because they're like 16-year-old kids. Um, and there's just a mob of police just waiting for them. And they're like guns drawn. They pull into this parking lot and it's like eight cop cars. And they're like, get the fuck down. You know, and they start beating on these like 16-year-old kids. They're like, no shit. My, bro my brother's friend is like this dude, AJ. I remember he's a really small guy, cool little kid, but he was tiny, you know, and this cop's like doing the George Floyd on the back of the dude's neck. And I'm like, what the fuck? And they got guns to their heads and everything. Um, and then the whole ordeal by the end, the privilege kicks in, you know, and then they're like, at the end of it, the cops are like, oh, it's a it's a BB gun. And they're shooting each other with a gun and like joking about it, you know. So um, <laughs> I, I have to say, I have to say the white privilege is definitely a real thing, man. You don't realize it until you're hanging out with your friends that aren't. <laughs> like that's just that's the way it is. I feel like. Um, so you really life. do have school shooter in your family. <laughs> wow. Bro. <laughs> Is that, do you think that's in your DNA? Honestly? No, no. I like to think I'm a decent person that just talks too much shit. 
<laughs> oh man, that is awesome. Oh, I tell you what, I think uh, Daniel, this is a good uh, a good spot to end the podcast. I and uh, I will say this, Ramon, if you want to, I would love to have you back again. Sure. Yeah. All right. But, uh, this is this is great. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this evening's episode of Redeeming Qualities Podcast. Make sure you check us out at Redeeming Qualities Podcast on Instagram. I'm Dirty Dan. We got Musty, Musty Mark. Mark. Yeah. Badass Fez. And we're out. Peace. Right All right, peace. I got a question. What the fuck does Musty mean? Hey.